I to be driving and I to be editing, I believe. Okay. Sure. Oking dokes. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. We two-star podcast, we are great. Spreading love, denouncing hate. Our listenership is very few, but we love every one of you. Even poor There's man. one more thing I have to say, intended in a hopeful way. Cold brew hipster, please be my friend. I'm sorry I called you a bellend. Hello, wankers. It's episode 112 of Two Star Podcast. My name is Graham. I'm here with Adam. Yes. And the other man is Daniel. Hello. And Chris isn't here this week because he is in exile on a Greek island. Yeah, much like... I don't want to get into the whole thing about what he did, but it was fucking awful. Even by his standards. Uh, Speaking of fucking awful, I haven't listened to last week's episode yet, so do you need to bring me up to speed on anything? Um, We uh, discussed how we're going to bury you. Okay, that's Uh, Well, I mean, no, no, to be fair, to be fair... There were, we decided in the end there wasn't going to be any burying. Okay, well, yeah. that's fine. Why did we decide, um, we Chris was uh, was really quite defamatory about Alan Rickman. I've listened to yeah. that bit, yeah. Um, yeah. And I initially started with the opinion that Alan Rickman was a fine actor and very good, but um, following Chris's strenuous and well-argued case, I now agree that he was a cunt and I'm glad he's dead. I'm not quite sure that's what Chris's case was, but, you know, draw your own conclusions. Well, I mean, you haven't listened to it, so it's difficult for you. Yeah, but I was there. Well, uh, yeah, but as we established, Dan, you weren't listening. Yeah, I don't know that it helps. Uh, it sort of does. I mean, I picked up the gist. Also, to be fair, like, it's quite difficult to listen to what Chris is saying, so... That is true. I did miss a lot of Yeah, it. I mean, he was banging yeah. on for 20 minutes about how Alan Merkman was a really awful shit and was worse than Paul Denan. And it's a good thing for everybody that he perished yeah, that in was, fire or however he's like. too far in really. field. But um, anyway, but it did bring up the um, the thought that uh, I like that Chris said Alan Rickman was a minor celebrity, but I think having minor and major is not enough of a um, it's too you, you can't have that binary major versus minor celebrity. It's too, it's too narrow. You need a broader spectrum. Okay, so, so well, I mean, surely that's why you have your your various alphabetical lists of celebrities. You knew exactly where I was going with this. We have twenty six different ranks of celebrity. So, oh my god, where yeah, okay. is Alan Rickman? I think we need to calibrate the scale. So, mm. A list. Give me an A list. Um, Beyonce. Yes, good. Yeah, I hadn't even thought of a uh, Beyonce, but yeah, she is pretty much top of the A list, isn't she? That's a great one. And uh, Z list, Paul Dan. Um, I would put him at about W. I think Z list. I would say uh, okay. Bubble from Big Brother series. I don't know series five or something. Okay, uh, well, he, precisely. Then... That's why that's Z list. Okay, so well, surely though, at a certain point, like they're not a celebrity. Like, what, what mm. point do we just say they're not They're not classified as a celebrity? Like, surely they have to be... At the very least, they have to be invited onto a celebrity reality TV show, I feel, or, like, making appearances at, like, low-tier public events. Well, Otherwise, they're not really a celebrity. Or big in Japan. I think uh, Bubble from Big Brother is prob- probably fits that criteria. I think... If you're looking at, like, Alex from Big Brother Series 2, I think he's off the list, and that's fair, um, because I don't, I possibly even just made so- him up. Um, but, yeah, uh, Bubble <laughs> from Big Brother Series 2, he did have a, a football song out uh, for a, a World Cup yeah. or for some Euros or something. I think he... So who was that one from one of the early Big Brother series who was famous for being, like, an arsehole. A nasty Nick, sort of yeah. Like. So he was from the first yeah, series. Him. So he, he I think, is probably X or Y list. I'm guessing, like, a T list. I, no, what, oh, no, I, I think mean, it's too high. Yeah, but yeah, see, I've heard like, of him. Well, yeah, but otherwise, if you haven't heard of him, he's not a celebrity. Like, yeah, obviously, I, you're not going to know every celebrity, celebrity, but... He he is well known enough that he's he's you know yeah I, I'm happy to keep Bubble from Big Brother series two on the Z list and say that's yeah, that's I'm kind cool of down that. I think enough people if you said Bubble from Big Brother would know who you meant and I'm fairly sure he's still dining out on it 
Okay, that makes sense. Um, so, uh, with the scale now calibrated, where where are we going to fit in Rickman? You see, I would say... I mean, I think he's got C, maybe D. Mm, I, I yeah. think you're probably right. I think he is... Because he's he's been, like, you know, obviously in recent years he's primarily done Harry Potter films. Or been dead. Yeah. Um, but... Or been dead, obviously. Yeah. Um, but he, you know, had a number. Although, as Chris was, you know, pointed out, he didn't have, you know, the the sort of star-studded leading yeah. man roles. But he had a number of of leading antagonist roles in high-profile films. I mean, like, so I feel like that kind of brings him up into kind of, you know, well-known, if not top-tier. Yeah, celebrity. he doesn't milk. I mean, he didn't milk it, but he was very well-known, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah I mean. You know, like a couple of his roles were really quite iconic. I mean, everyone remembers Hans Gruber. Yeah. Um, everyone remembers Snape. Um, so, you know, he's yeah. C list is, I think, the D list is as low as I'd go, but I think C list probably. I think C's reasonable. Mm, yeah, yeah, C's fair. Okay. Um, and what did? And now he's dead. Does that drop him down to A or F? I mean, he's not doing well. Much, I think we have to. We have to decide: Do like when a celebrity passes away, does their celebrity tier get frozen, oh, or does it decay? Does it decay automatically over time, or does it depend on how well their their kind of back catalogue ages? Well, I don't think you can freeze it because Jimmy Savile. I mean, he dropped out. Well, mm. well, I mean, that was extraordinary circumstances. Yeah, also, I feel like there are situations where you can obviously make. Does notoriety drop you down the list? We see. So my counter argument here, and why I think it should freeze, is um, Jade Goody from I think she was on Big Brother, yeah. um, and obviously she like died, and was kind of her fame has remained at exactly that level. Because if you've never heard of Jade Goody, you probably didn't care. Yeah. Um, but she sort of went from being an alive celebrity to a dead. I celebrity. call her probably well, G list. Yeah, but yeah. well, I don't. I think she might be a bit lower than that. But the problem you see with somebody like Jay Goody is it is very unlikely that in thirty years' time anybody will have any clue who she is, right? Whereas there's a reasonable chance that in thirty years' time people will know who Alan Rickman is because yeah. the films that he was in will still be around. Same with musicians. Like, yeah, there are musicians from the fifties, sixties, seventies who are still very well known, even if they're dead who will continue to be well-known for probably decades on because the music persists and is very popular. But if you're just a kind of minor celebrity from a reality TV show, you may well remain in the public consciousness for as long as people who watched Big Brother are kind of a thing, but that will tail off and then everyone will be like, what the fuck was Big Brother? And you'll be like, well, it was this show where they got a bunch of idiots and they put them in a house and abused them for six weeks until there was only one left. You're thinking of Joseph. And she did that. <laughs> I'm thinking what? No, he was never on Big oh, Brother. No, that's right. There was a, a joke in there about sisters, but I couldn't bring myself to make it. I'm sorry. Uh, I think that's yes. for the best. So yes. anyway, that's uh, Alan Rickman dealt with. Uh, Chris's impression of Alan Rickman was dreadful. Uh, I've never done one before, but I'm going to try it now, and I'm 100% certain it'll be better than Chris's. So uh, I liked what he said about how you have to uh, you have to get your get your voice in, get your eye in. So um, I'm going to start. This isn't the actual impression, but this is how I'm going to get there. So I'm going to go. Where are my detonators? So that's the that wasn't the accent, but uh, I'm going to say. Um, can't think of any lines from uh, Die Hard. Uh, I mean, the best thing to do is go to his IMDb page. I can't be bothered. Fine, we'll do it for you. I am Alan Rickman. That's better than Chris's, certainly. That's all I was aiming for, so I'm happy with that. Well, congratulations on achieving your goals. Uh, Right, Dan, you need to do your impression of Alan Rickman then. Potter! Well, that was awful. It wasn't great. I am the snake man, and I'm good, and then I'm... No, no, I'm no you, you've got to... And then I go good at the end. <laughs> I... I don't know, I... It's better than Chris's. Chris's was just like, Oh, hello, I'm Alan Rickman. It was awful. Yeah, I mean, his was kind of um, a bit camp. And nobody pulled him up on it. 
Uh, no, but which I consider a dereliction of duty. Well, I mean that's certainly a valid position to hold. Yeah. Um, but I feel like you went a bit Ian McKellen in the middle of that. Mm. Oh, I hadn't even considered that. Well, he's a very difficult man to do an impression of. So um, the important thing is we tried. Okay, so do you want to try? Um, da, 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 da. I don't want to do any more. Um, oh, he was in um, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. I forgot. Um, yeah. Anyway. Da, da, da. Try the air is full of spices. That's no, you're you're um, you're catfishing me. That's like that's going to activate somebody, isn't it? Mm, possibly. That's a secret. Right, I'm I'm willing to do impressions of people that I've never tried an impression of before. If you'd like to throw some at me, that's always a good fun uh, activity. Uh, the Rock. Oh, well, the rock isn't, hasn't really got a distinctive voice, so you just go. What? Can you smell what the rock is cooking? That's all. That's all you do for the rock. It's easy, isn't it? You just shout in an American accent. Mm, I'm disappointed. Um, I'm disappointed with you. I'm more disappointed with you. Well, I'm uh, I'm double disappointed with you. Triple disappointed with you. Uh, this is the damn it. Hugh Grant for everything. Yes, I'm Gugard, and very floppy hair, and aren't I British? I didn't think he had a stutter, but... No, but he sort of plays a stuttering Englishman in films, doesn't he? He's bumbling, not... Isn't he? That's what he does. And he's just posh. It's actually a lot more boring than I thought it would be. So, before we move on, is there anything I need to be up to speed with before we move on to the Twinkle Points spreadsheet? Um, I don't believe so. I think we, we kind of covered everything. So, we literally are planning to bury you underneath the tree, and sooner rather than later. No, we're not planning to bury him. For fuck's sake, Dan. Okay, well, Pay that's not, attention. That's fine. So uh, Brandon from America got his twinkle points for sending us gin. So that's lovely. Um, we do need to work out when we're going to drink. The, well, we've sort of worked it out, but Chris hasn't confirmed if he wants to come to that weekend in October or not. Um, and he's not here, so it seems a bit pointless doing the admin around that. Um, does anybody have any other Twinkle Points to award this week? Nope. Okay. Well, I'm pleased to be able to announce that we have received further correspondence from Brandon from America. Is this the uh, the third part of his uh, multi-part so parts, series? Parts three and four, because I was away last oh. week. So, parts three and four of his multi-part yeah. series, yeah. a letter, what I wrote you from That's America. It. So, to recap... Uh, Previously on Rand's letters from America. Well, I thought that we could put in the um, what's names the who's the Scottish fellas? Christian, uh, the Proclaimers. Yes, their song "Letters from America." When you go, well, you back a from America. So this is the theme tune for our regular, uh, not regular feature. That's copyright. Um, our our recurring free, co- free, frequent content. Our recurring item: uh, letters from America. A letter from America. So the first thing what he done sent uh, was: I'm sorry you are receiving this rather than alcohol as previously suggested. In my defence, I did at, and then it stops. Next letter: Emp to send you vodka and beer via DHL, but my plan was foiled at the airport when my package was opened and alcohol discovered. Evidently, t- and then that letter ends. So, letter three in Letters from America. And Letters from America! A letter from America! Can I just ask a quick question? No. Uh, no. Uh, so it says, There is additional admin and fees for sending alcohol internationally. But fear not, I've since consumed the alcohol that I bought to send... T- and then letter three finishes. And letter four continues... Ooh, you, and I'm currently investigating alternative avenues to get some hooch to you, gents. Cheers, Brandon. And I haven't yet received a PS. So that may well be okay. it. So I'll distribute those letters, because I assume it's meant to be one each. Uh, yeah. w- when we drink that gin, for mm-hmm. what he got, uh, 51.16 twinkle points, and I'm assuming that's based on units. Yep, yes. Is a sensible approach. And that is a tremendous amount of units, isn't it? It, it really is. I, mean, I mean, is. I think we will probably die. My assumption is, uh, because it's... So how, how 
in how much detail did you cover the the gift of the gin? We 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 covered that there was gin and it was absurdly strong and we would probably yeah. die and therefore he would be the de facto winner. Yeah. Smashing. Okay. Uh, so it's navy strength and do you know the history of navy strength alcohol? I assume Chris would have probably bored you all with that. Uh, no, he didn't bother. He was far too busy uh, abusing Alan Rickman. Okay, well, fine. The uh, history of Navy strength booze, uh, it's um, gin it applies to and also rum, is that in uh, olden days, on ships, uh, they would have uh, rum for the uh, the ship munchers and gin for the um, officers. Yeah. And they started to find that uh, naughty... Um, What's the word for people what sell things? Traders, I suppose, uh, would fob them off with watered-down gin, especially because it's clear. And they would find that sometimes it would spill out onto the gunpowder, and then the gunpowder wouldn't light. But if alcohol is 58% or more, or 57.5% or more, then it is flammable, so that the gunpowder will still light, and that is how it became known as navy strength. Okay. And they would do the test. They would pour some onto the gunpowder, see if it, it lit, and if it didn't, it was not Navy strength. Okay. So regardless of the history of it, I'm pretty sure that 58% gin is going to be rough as fuck. Yes. Yeah. And I am slightly worried that people in naval times were like happily drinking so much they were spilling it around large amounts of gunpowder. That, that just seems life-shortening somehow. Um, I, I think that, well... They were on a boat. I mean, stuff gets spilled, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah I suppose. It's not unreasonable. Especially so. in combat. Yeah. When they're yeah. swinging on gin while they're trying to load the cannons. The last yeah, thing you want is to make that gunpowder unusable. <laughs> so, I, in related to gin, I have made a, a startling discovery, which has kind of put everything into context and made me understand a lot about myself. And that is that when I've been uh, measuring out gin with the shot glass that I've been using... I discovered it's not 25 milliliters as I had expected. It's actually a double shot glass and it's 50 mils. So I've been regularly drinking quadruple gin and tonics and suddenly everything made sense. Mm. So um, that was was a fun discovery. How did you discover this? Well, I bought a jigger uh, and it seemed... Well, I ordered a large one. They sent me a small one. And I looked at the small end and thought, this is ludicrous. So I was measuring it out, trying to figure it out. And it worked out about 20 mil. Because mm. I, I'd done it in a scientific way by filling it with water and then pouring it into my measuring jug. And it took five yeah, yeah. to get it to 100 milliliters on the side of the measuring jug. So that's that was my method. I tested my um, hypothesis. And I wrote up my results on Twitter. Uh and I said, well, that looks small than 20 mil, considering this is a single, and that's 25. So I thought, is it a single? So then I measured that out, and two of those made up to 100 mil. So the conclusion that we draw from that is I've been drinking twice as much gin as I thought over the last few months. Mm. Which explains a lot. It certainly does, yeah. I mean, in, in a way, I'm vindicated, because I was drinking twice as much gin as anyone had, had cause to suspect. And mm. uh, I think that makes me only fifty percent responsible for my actions. I mean, that should yeah. stand up in court. I that, I mean, that's logic, isn't it? So uh, that explains why um, the gin was going down a lot quicker than I expected. Mm. Mainly, yeah, I and also why I've had uh, really bad headaches. Um, <laughs> all right, so let's give Brandon from America two points for those further follow-up letters. Mm-hmm. And he really is streaking away in the lead there, isn't he? Yeah. Um, so I do have a, 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 a sort of unrelated uh, Twinkle Points question. So on the Twitters, um, some of the Twinkles were contemplating gambling with their Twinkle Points. Okay. And what were um, they trying to gamble? So they were betting that it was your turn to drive last week. Okay. Well, it would have been. Um, ooh, controversial then. But I wasn't um, there because I killed a child. Yeah. Um, but so, my my position on this matter was that they're more than welcome to wager twinkle points amongst themselves. Um, but any kind of gambling with us would be effort on our part and therefore strictly ruled out. Does that sound... Yeah, we don't, we don't want to be running a book. No, that's... exactly. Okay, well that's, um, that's fair. However, I'd like to say... Uh, 
if they are going to transfer Twinkle Points, then we need we need a commission. Yeah. Any, okay. any transfers okay. of Twinkle Points, ten um, percent of the total gets deducted and returns to the house. Yeah, no, I think that's that's eminently reasonable. Um, they'll either see reason or they won't, and we'll have to kill them. Okay, how do you um, how do you make a cryptocurrency? Uh, it's not that hard. Okay, well, let's set up a Twinkle Coin cryptocurrency because I think you get rich off that. I think yeah, that is definitely dumb. the case. Well, I mean, it is very much a pyramid scheme. Yeah, but we'll be at the top of the pyramid, so yeah, in the like the first people in do really well out of it, and then it quickly reaches a point where basically it's no longer profitable to mine the currency. Yeah. And so it all falls apart, which is kind of what happened to Bitcoin, and then it split into two because they couldn't decide how to unfuck it. Mm. Yeah. I don't really want to do that. But, um, yeah, maybe not a cryptocurrency. Maybe they can just... um, I don't know. At the end of the month, they have to pay us uh, in pounds the number of twinkle points they have. I mean, I don't think they're going to go with that. Well, it's their problem more than ours, isn't it? Well, I mean, enforcement might be a problem. Uh, Yeah. We'll send Dan around. You can batter them. I mean, I could, but I'm quite lazy. Something's gone wrong with the maths. What maths? It says... Brandon from America's only got 51 point ones. Has somebody been dicking with my formulas? Uh, no. Somebody's typed 51.16 into the total instead. Oh, for God's sake. I'm locking Chris out of this fucking thing. I think you already did. I was the one that updated it last week. Why did you type things into the points column? <laughs> I mean... Oh, I see. He's actually got formulas and shit. It's a bloody That's formula, that. mate. It's a count if... Well, I mean, in my defence, what the fuck? There's a sum. Like, don't have, don't have a fucking points column, and then let's totals, like, not mate. Put points into it. It's totals, isn't it? Jesus Christ. Okay. Mm. Well, anyway, uh, Brandon from America oh, right. has you can scroll to the right. Yes. Yeah, so have you not? What? What fucking <laughs> resolution are you running? <laughs> oh, you're doing it off that. What the fuck? That's just. Yes, that's where you wrong. that's where you put the points in, then it totals them up from that. You award the points over there on the right and it totals them on the left. <laughs> that's a normal thing for a spreadsheet to do. No, it isn't. You want to do manual maths every time you every time you do it. I mean well, technically I didn't work really because you that wasn't particularly difficult. But you well, it was because you put in fifty one point one six when Brandon already had eleven. Yeah. Yeah, but it was 40.16 or whatever bollocks. No. Um, yeah, I mean, technically good practice would have been to have one sheet for input and one sheet for... Shut graph your face. <laughs> or any kind of documentation would have been good. Maybe yeah. you should have just... Uh, maybe I just need to lock all of you out of it until you've had training. Well, I mean, that's very much <laughs> is your it, fault. Is it ISO 9001 certified training? Of course program. it fucking is. Okay, Not an well, amateur. I, I, in that case, I have no objections. So is that 51.16? Is that genuinely... Is that the number of no. units, or is that skewed? No, that's now skewed. That was... It was uh, whatever Chris said in the thing. I haven't listened. No, I thought it was 50-something. Well, I'm fairly certain. I can't is. remember. It was last week, oh, and I... like I am God. No, it, it's, I'm pretty sure it's 51.16 units. And you're not trustworthy, Dan. I have you one week off, and the whole thing goes to shit. Well, you know how it works. Just be glad you don't have Chris to argue with here as well. Well, he'd just be arguing in Greece, Greek, wouldn't he? Do? So who authorised his annual leave? Because I didn't. No, it wasn't me. I assumed it was you. Nope. Yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't give him permission to go on holiday. No. This is... Particularly not when we have such exciting content coming up. Oh, yeah. Uh, right. 41.16. I will admit. Yeah. Right. He already had 10. You already had 11. He had 10. 11. 11. It was ten in the column, because I, I that's how I that's how I did it was I added the forty one point one six to the existing points. Well, then somebody had already dicked up the other bit. That doesn't surprise me. Yes, fair enough. Okay, right, we're all sorted. So we haven't got any other twinkle points to award this week, and um, it's very Brandon heavy. So the, the rest of the twinkles need to up their game a little bit. They really do. Um, so 
I think, okay, maybe it's just too open-ended to just say, uh, just send us booze. I mean, it's working quite well. Um, well, it's pretty specific. Yeah. But, like, obviously, you can do whatever you like. like we're not, you're not, you're, we're not your boss. No. Like, but I think we... If you, if, you, if you literally couldn't give two shits, then don't do anything. Don't any points. But I think we need, we need to encourage the listeners a little bit. And I figured that the best way to do that would be um, via the medium of slight... Interpretive dance? No, well... Okay, yeah, if you do a dance based on a podcast and film it and send it to us, you will get 60 points. Mm. Unless it's uh, actually quite a good dance, in which case then it's um, you're disqualified for being a professional. Uh, But I was thinking we could encourage them by doing a, a sort of... Rather than just leaving it open to say interact however you like, let's let's give them some parameters, and we could do that via the medium of uh, we'll call it banter with Daniel because that means you don't have to think about um, the effect on his feelings that your words might have, um, mm. and you don't want to stray into calling it bullying because that's a minefield. Uh, so it'll be some light-hearted banter, if that's okay with you, Daniel. Mm-hmm. Uh, even if it's not, we're going to do it anyway because it is essentially, as I just discussed, uh, bullying. So, um, Daniel, your uh, dating habits, you sometimes talk about them on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, uh, now I know a gentleman doesn't finger and tell, um, but could you put, uh, let's do it in percentage, you can round it to the nearest 10. Um, what do you think is your conversion rate of dates to the physical? Well, not the physical act of love, but any kind of physical. What I'm asking is, how, how what's the conversion from date to fingering? Fingering to, to the nearest ten percent. Um, um, I mean, it's a difficult calculation, but it's probably roughly zero. Okay. Um, what about um, honking on the boobies? Um, like twenty. Good. All right. Motorboating. No, most women aren't into that. Okay, um, and I, I, I don't know what I'm going to say because I already know the answer. But um, fisting, mm, zero. Uh, yeah, that, that's what I thought. That's fine. Okay, right. Well, um, I think it's fair to say that that is lower than in an ideal world you would like without um, wanting to put no, too fine a point on it. So, I mean, I, I, it depends, Dan. Are you all that fussed about your your dating to fisting ratio? <laughs> I mean, no, not that specific statistic. Okay, but um, surely you'd love to do a bit more fingering. Yeah. Well, who wouldn't? Uh, who, who indeed wouldn't? Yeah. So let's get the listeners to help with this. So uh, do you not... <laughs> not <laughs> where you're going with I sincerely hope. Not the actual <laughs> thing. I mean, well, no, if anyone wants to get fingered by Dan, then get in touch. And uh, I mean, I've met some of our listeners. Yeah. And you could do a lot worse than fingering David from Birmingham. Let me tell you that. He's a fine looking man. I mean, no, I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not, I'm not gonna besmirch David from Birmingham's reputation on air. That's that's not nice. Okay, good. So, so what you're saying is, you, maybe. Okay, that's fine. That's all we need. Uh, right, I forgot what I was saying now. Oh yeah. So, um, do you have any dates lined up within the next? It's gonna have to be next weekend have you got any dates coming up next weekend i can probably get this out on friday maybe thursday evening well no the, the issue is that the current young lady i'm seeing um is irish and her parents are visiting this weekend so i'm trying to arrange something for midweek okay how is the irishness relevant yeah no i was well, wondering because that. otherwise her parents wouldn't have to fly over maybe they're very strict like catholics these. but you didn't mention that they could like you just said they were visiting that could apply to literally anyone with parents mm. okay yes so her parents are flying over for the weekend okay and you don't want to finger her in front of them. That's fine. That's respectable. Yes. I mean, mm. you are nothing if not a gentleman. So, uh, how is what date number will this be? With uh, do you want to? Do we? We'll keep. We'll keep her name uh, out of this to protect <laughs> the innocent. Um, yes. Uh, number four, and we'll call her Mary. So this will be date number four with you and Mary. Uh, you're really, you're really getting into that that uh, zone where a fingering is, you know. Potentially going to be on the cards. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, it's grimly inevitable. I mean, <laughs> you, you're getting to the point where you're both acknowledging it's going to happen. You don't want to talk about it. Mm. You don't want to confront it head on. But you know, just want to get it over. With. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, um, 
let's let's uh, oh god there's so many euphemisms i'm trying not to use um let's not say let's let's grease the wheels because that's, <laughs> let's let's help this let's help move things on for you so what so when's your next date going to be after friday uh, i have no idea oh for goodness sakes okay Ooh, well, that- can you go out with her on on sunday uh, well, no, because her parents are still here. Well, when are they going home? Uh, well, they're going home on Tuesday, but then she's flying off with her mum on holiday for... Oh, for goodness week. sakes. Like, does she have no appreciation for our schedule? Yeah. So I genuinely think she doesn't. Right. So, King Haldan, you need to pick your dates more carefully. So the issue is, we're not going to be able to... You're not going to be able to have a date between this podcast going out and next week's being recorded. So no. this is a waste of everyone's time. Well, not necessarily. Like, I mean, it could be an ongoing project. We don't have to, like, start it now and end it next week. Okay, yeah, fair enough. This could be a multi-week endeavour. Okay, so the next date are uh, TBC. Um, Mm -hmm. We need so we need some options. So, um, give me two places that you would like to take this young lady. And don't say heaven, because I will have to drive down there tonight and punch you, and I've, it's my kid's <laughs> birthday tomorrow, so I need to be back here. Um, so uh, Unless the, you say heaven the gay club, which would be a valid answer, and I will allow that. No. Um, going to go play tennis with her, because she likes tennis, so I'm going to bring her to my tennis club. Okay, um, so, that, so option one. And listeners can vote on this by tweeting us at Two Star Podcast, emailing hello at Two Star Podcast uh, We've got Facebook or calling our on premium rate telephone. Yes, number. Or, or texting the official text line. However, that presumably went to Greece with Chris. Uh, so we can't yes, get hold of that. Yes. And uh, to be fair, his message storage is currently full of the ghost of Alan Rickman. So uh, yeah. yes, um, Brandon from America has found me on Google Hangouts, which I didn't even know I had. Um, so, does anyone have Google Hangouts? Seriously, well, apparently, me and Brandon. So, anyway, get in touch via the approved um, means of communication. At least two of the listeners have my postal address. If they want to do a postal vote, that's fine. But you will, I'm not, uh, I'm not going to go to the post office and pay postage. So, you need to put a stamp on it. Uh, I think that's everything covered. Right. So, option one is Daniel going to take the young lady. Uh, we'll call her Mary. I think we said. Uh, is he going to take Mary to play tennis or mm-hmm. option two? And I can be kind here and let Dan come up with a second, or I can uh, throw it to Adam. I feel you should well, throw I mean, it to Adam. It did sound like Dan already had a second idea. I'm happy to provide a third. Okay, well, again, yeah, no, three options is good. Okay, three, um, yeah, we'll go with that. So the... Um... The second option is a place called Bounce, which is very much like that place we went to in Leeds where there are table tennis tables and pool and drinking and fun. Okay, so a sort of uh, games pub? Yep. I was worried you were going to say it was a trampoline park, in which case I would, yes. I would have had to intervene. <laughs> yeah, no, um, happily not. Okay, that's good. And then option three, the wild card, Adam? The opera. <laughs> yes, okay. good. Right, so people can vote for one of those three things, and you have to do it. Right. Fine. And if you don't, we will uh, cut your fingers off. That seems quite hard. Then what will you use? Um, yeah, maybe that is a bit. My penis. You can't finger somebody with a penis, mate. <laughs> you can't. No, no you can't. It's a very different thing. Yeah. Mm. I'll take your word for it. Don't don't risk it. That's how I got two kids. It's a fucking nightmare. <laughs> so, uh, right, that's so. The options are uh, tennis, uh, pub, or the opera. Question two: What should Daniel wear? Dan, what would you give me? Two things that you might wear on this date, and then Adam can uh, come in with I don't know scuba gear or something. Um. Jeans and a um, polo neck. Okay. Uh, option two for what you should wear. Um, jeans and a shirt. Okay. And Adam, what sh- what's the wild card? Well, I'm going to stick with the theme and say tux. Okay, yeah. Okay. That would be excellent. Because I'm hoping that tennis. people vote for tennis. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, that would be wonderful, wouldn't it? 
Or alternatively, jeans in a polo neck and the opera works equally well. So. Um, yeah, yeah. There's there's fun to be had in. It's like one of those kids' books where you can change the top half of the person and the bottom half, and you get some hilarious results. Or the cop protection for Sour Max. Um, yes. Uh, so finally, what should Daniel take with him as a little gift for his lady friend? Daniel, what what might you take with you? You take a uh, gift, don't you? No. Oh, mate. No wonder you haven't been fingering her. Yeah, yeah possibly. Um, okay, I'm going to go for flowers and or Flowers, good. Classic. And what? Chocolates. I thought you said Johnny's. <laughs> yeah, the classic date gift. <laughs> Hi, I got you these. You might be needing them later. Yeah, just stretch them <laughs> over your fingers. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so flowers, chocolates, or... A cat. <laughs> okay, right. So no, a cat, I, I have to rule out a cat make you pick again because she's asthmatic, and thus the cat might kill her. Get one of those like, like genetically like engineered. No, get one of those genetically engineered hypoallergenic get, cats. Yeah, get a Manx cat in it. They sure have that I think that's how that works. I'm not sure I'll be able to procure one in the requisite timescale. Fucking hell, Dan! Fine, a puppy. The same problem. <laughs> what? No, you can't be allergic to cats and dogs. That's impossible. They're opposites. Well, she claims that she is. Well, Fine, I think. Then. Fine then, a lizard. Yeah, I mean, no yeah, one's allergic to lizards. That's a science fact. Yeah, they're also probably slightly easy to catch so, and freer, so that's fine. Mm. Okay, so um, let us know where should Daniel take her, what should he wear, and what should he give her. And if you want to throw in any suggestions of your own as well, then uh, we're, we're open to that because, um, and if they're good, you will get a twinkle point in it. Yeah. I'm not sure how any of the other. Just voting isn't going to get you twinkle points. You have to, I don't know, just write us a fucking limerick or something. Okay. Um, right. Should we do some content? I mean, we could. Why start now? Yeah, that's a good point. Mm. Um, well, on the sub, you wrote it in the Google Docs, so playing yeah. XCOM technically is your content, even though it's prevented you from doing content. Yes. So I've been playing XCOM for most of the last week because the new thing expansion came out and uh obviously i put all of us in it um along with uh, some of our listeners and other people i know um unfortunately uh chris was the first casualty yeah understandable um, he he went out bravely getting shot oh, he's a pacifist isn't it yeah um he was not not the most effective soldier that i've ever had that's um, right Subsequently, I also passed on. Um, I was killed by a grenade. It was not pretty. Um, and so I needed some additional soldiers because it was getting a bit thin on the ground. So I recruited you and Dan. Mm-hmm. Um, I also recruited David from Birmingham. Mm-hmm. Um, As you do. And I put you, and I put you to work. Um, Dan died in his first mission. That does exactly um, seem Without like even firing a shot. Did I he, fail to notice the thing that killed me? No, you just like ran into the line of fire and was died. Was he making a cake? Uh, I don't think so, but it's entirely possible. Mm. Um, David from Birmingham, uh, he missed a point-blank shot at a chrysalid, and it fucked him right up, and he died. I think uh, for that, I'm going to deduct two listener points. Oh, Fair enough. I mean, it was really fucking stupid of him. Yeah. Um, you, however, are still alive. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm, um, I'm scrappy. You are now um, part of my B team. Yeah, good. Um, and have formed a bond with um, one of the uh, other soldiers that I've recruited. Name? Um, uh, his name. His his name is Mox. Yeah. And uh, he is an alien. What did turn against them and is now fighting for us? Does that happen? So what did David um, do? He failed to spot a chrysalid. No, no, the chrysalid was at point like ran literally ran oh, up and stood it. next to him. So he and yeah, he missed it at point blank range, and then it fucked him up. How do you spell chrysalid? C H R Y S S A L I D. That's exactly how I spelled it. Well, good guess. Um, so you're alive, which is good, hmm. if unexpected. Marvelous. Uh, so um, what is this? Um, uh, uh, DLC, what they done? Uh, War of the Chosen. So they've complete. They've basically completely overhauled a load of stuff. Um, they've introduced uh, these three like uh, aliens that will basically 
hunt you throughout the game, uh, like actually named individuals kind of thing, um, and who are the chosen. Um, and they've also introduced various mechanics. So you've now got your soldiers get tired if you send them on loads of missions, even if they don't get injured. So you have to give them rests. Otherwise, they start developing psychological trauma. Um, like the, the most annoying one is a lot of my soldiers have a fear of missed shots, which means if they miss someone, if they miss a shot, they have a chance to panic. Oh. Um, which shouldn't is they, good. Shouldn't that just make them aim better? You would think so. Um, a lot of them have fear, have developed fears of particular aliens that like nearly nearly killed them. Um, and then you have um, soldier bonds as well. So if you send soldiers on the same together on missions a lot, then they um, like start to form a bond, and then you can you can basically formalize that bond, and they get bonuses when you send them on missions together because they get married. Um, no, it's left very much to your imagination. What like whether it's just like they're really good mates or whether they're like shagging non-stop back on the Avenger. Bit of fingering. Yeah, possibly. That's like I think that's the level two bond, and then like oh, okay. level three is is full sex. Where's fisting um, come into this? Uh I think that would that would be level three. You wouldn't you wouldn't do fisting At before, least level before eight. level three. Um we're only get as high as level three, you see, so awesome. anything beyond that is is very much left to your imagination. So what am I doing with um, my friend um what was his name? Mox. Mox, yeah. Yeah, you only have a, a level two bond. Just a bit. Of, so, uh, no, I don't know. It's just fucking in it. Uh, I mean, yeah, I guess, guess it probably is. Yeah, I'm happy with yeah. that. Um, so, yeah, I, I try and send your missions together because um, you can calm each other down if one of you panics. Oh, with a nice fuck. Yeah. Can um, you um, have like an anti bond that two soldiers just hate each other? No, and I, I think that would be. It's a bit of a shame. I think they just, they probably decided it would be like really fucking annoying if mm. the only option you had was to send two soldiers on a mission who fucking hate each other. Um, yeah. I suppose it's quite petty, isn't it? Yeah, as, as as entertaining as it would be from like a kind of narrative point of view, from a gameplay point of view, it would just be a bit shit. So I don't think they included it. Um, but yeah, I've I've been enjoying my way through that, and they've added a feature to. Um, the, the the photo booth. So now every time you uh, complete the mission or a soldier gets promoted, you can take photos, and you can basically like choose all the poses of the soldiers and like put text on them, and use then they show up as propaganda posters in the game. But also you can obviously post them onto social media. Um, so there's some quite cool stuff that like people have been posting. Um, although a lot of them are slightly odd because. <laughs> The some of the po- like the auto generated ones tend to be kind of awful because they have really bad framing and they pick terrible colours for the text and they're all in really weird poses where you can't actually they're all like sort of standing in front of each other. It has a habit of generating a line of soldiers where the back line are all kneeling down and the front line are all standing up. Mm. Which doesn't lead to the best uh, I mean best pictures. I have had a school photo taken and I know that's not the way you do it. Yeah, that's precisely. almost the precise opposite of what you mm. meant to do, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. So I have. I mean, I don't know if you saw my um, my memorial uh, poster for for David from Birmingham. Um, um, don't remember that one. I saw the one of Daniel in his pants. Yeah, that that's just how Dan. That's just Dan. Okay. Like that. That's Dan's. Um, the way that I did it for everybody was I like got all the facial features about right and then randomly generated the costume. Um, oh, and it got Dan spot on. Yeah, pretty much. Nice. Um, Nailed it, really. Hmm. Um, but yeah, that's been that's been my week. Has been killing aliens and also us. Super. So there's so, a reasonable chance you might survive to the end. That'd be nice. How much uh, pounds is the thingy? Uh, I think it's thirty-five. Yeah, it's basically well, the DLC full, is thirty-five pounds. Like, yeah, it's yeah. basically a full expansion. Like it's well, it goes fuck itself. I only paid twenty the whole bloody game. Yeah, essentially the whole game again. I think I paid like 20, 28 quid for it. Mm. Um, I mean, it'll come down. It'll be in sales probably I'll relatively quickly. Nine out but in a year. And make yeah, it play. I enjoyed uh, XCOM 2. It's very but... good. Yeah, it's very, it's very good fun. And the, the stuff they've added is really interesting. They throw a lot at you like early on, and it's a bit overwhelming. But once you get into it, it's actually quite straightforward, the stuff they've added. Um and I've I've very much enjoyed killing aliens. Splendid. Okay, uh, Daniel, you'd like to talk about uh, a lady in Bristol? Yes. So um, this is a story of a lady having one of the more embarrassing um, first dates. So uh, was this one of your dates, Dan? Thankfully not, because it was in Bristol. Um, 
So uh, is that why you're thankful that it wasn't? Well, I'm thankful you got that, that I didn't kind know. of issue against Bristol because I know what Bristol's done to you, Dan. What's wrong with Bristol? Bristol's fine. I like Bristol. It's got a magic yeah. bar. It does, doesn't it? I forgot about that. Hmm. Um, but yeah, so this just happened in Bristol. Um, and uh, yes, so th- this uh, this young lady went round to a gentleman's house um, for a date and they had a lovely time with uh, the drinking and the talking and the eating and all that kind of jazz and things that normal people do on dates. Um, uh, whereupon nature called. So um, she, she toddled upstairs and went to the toilet. She then came back down to rather sheepishly, sheepishly explain to this person who she was on the first date with, I point out, um, that she'd done a poo, mm. the toilet hadn't flushed, and she'd kind of panicked and thrown it out the window. <laughs> <laughs> right. Let's clarify, the poo, not the toilet. The poo, yes. Okay. Um, so then why did she have to tell the person she was with? <laughs> well, because apparently this house, the the window wasn't just facing out onto the garden. There was a little sort of guttering bit of roof, and it just landed on the roof somewhere. Oh, God. Um, I mean, if a poo's out the window, it's not your problem anymore. Well, but so okay, so whatever her reasoning, she did tell the guy, and in a sign that he clearly wanted to shag her, um, he didn't throw her out the house or laugh at her. Mm. He said, oh, oh, well, we can deal with this. Um, so they went upstairs and sort of had a look at it. Um, and... Uh, <laughs> And saw that the poo was you do. out of reach of the window, and the window didn't, it, sort of roofing apparently didn't come right up to the window, so there was a bit of a sort of drop. Um, so the girl is clearly embarrassed, wants to rectify this, and thinks she can make it. So she, with the guy's assistance, levers herself out of the window and tries to sort of grab the poo like you would with a dog poop in a plastic bag. Okay, I guess um, there's a certain sort of logic to that. Yes, and there, there, it would have been fine. Right up until the point she realised she couldn't get back. Mm. So the guy then tried to pull her back in, and he couldn't. Oh dear. So they spent like 15 minutes discussing the situation with her being kind of um, arse up, nose down, staring at her own poop on this guy's roof. Um, and they tried 15 minutes to get her out, and uh, they couldn't. So they had to call the fire brigade. Oh. And the only reason that anyone thinks this is in any way real is because the fire brigade released a report saying, this is basically how we found them. Right. <laughs> so um, they then literally had to cut out the window to get her out of it. Mm. Um, and that's how their date ended. And so this became public when the guy started to go fund me for 300 quid to replace the window. Right. <laughs> I hope these what, two get married. Happens... Not immediately, but... Yeah. Yeah. What, what happened after the um, after the fire brigade extracted her from the window? I think she left. Um, uh, so the story finishes with um, he, he's definitely up for a second date. Well, yes, he would be. He's a male. Yeah. I think if the genders yes. were reversed on this, it would be impossible to come back from it. Yeah, well, totally. Uh, yeah. I mean, but I literally have I just mean, climbed that window to avoid the embarrassment of talking about the poop. I mean, at the point that you have, like, thrown... Your own shit out of the window. <laughs> yeah. It's already going a bit sideways. I think the most, the least, uh, not not least believable, but the most incredible part of the story is that, that she just went and told him. Because surely, if you if you have acted in the heat of the moment and flung your poo out the window, and it's got stuck on a little roof, you you close the curtains and just pretend nothing has happened. And if he then goes upstairs and says, oh, there's a poo on the roof outside. He is not going to leap to the conclusion that it was no. hers that she had thrown out of it. No, exactly. no that, is not a, that is not a conclusion that anyone would immediately jump you, you to. You would immediately think it was a neighbour or a hate crime or something, but you wouldn't assume it was the date you had. That, well, I've got a new scenario for Daniel's date in our listener competition. <laughs> <laughs> so should Daniel A go and play tennis? B do whatever other boring shit he said. Uh, C go to the opera, or D throw his poo on her roof. I'm not sure I can. Um, I don't think she's got that kind of roof. Well, she's got a roof. Yeah, but the windows don't sort of look out over it, so right. I'd have to kind of get some sort of slingshot effect to sort of sling it up onto the top of the roof, and okay. then she'd never find it again. I'm I'm hearing problems and not solutions, Daniel. 
I've proposed the slingshot example. Right, we'll do it. I don't care how you do it. Just get a shit on her roof. (laughs) Oh, dear. Okay, well, uh, since Chris isn't here, we've sort of got no uh, motivating force to make us go on a lot longer than we want to, so we can start to wrap this up. Uh, Just before we do, let's have a little competition. Uh, I would like both of you to guess how much a pint of beer costs in a pub in Borough Market called The Rake. Uh, The the beer is Cloudwater D-I-P-A, Citra and Amarillo. Uh, I can give you some more context. That would be helpful. Okay, it is, uh, just to kind of set the expectations, it is a 9% beer. Right. How much do you think a pint of that would cost? Nine pounds. Okay, Adam, what what do you think? Oh, you see, it's either going to be a lot or, like, very little. It's going to be a lot. I think you're probably right. I'm going to say 12 pounds. Well, Adam is closest. It is 13 pounds 40. Fucking hell. hell. Was it, is it worth... I mean, did, did you partake? No, there was a news story about it. Somebody saying, isn't this a fucking outrage? And uh, I thought, well, you don't have to buy it. Yeah, I mean, I guess it depends. Like, I, I haven't tried it. It might be really nice and worth £13. And the kind of dickheads who go to uh, Borough Market serves them right. Mm. Kind of, kind of arseholes you get in there. Yeah, it's terrible. I don't know. I've never been playing tennis in their tuxedo. Those fucking idiots. <sighs> right with a, with a lizard. I mean, with a bloody lizard flinging poos onto rooms. Yeah, you could use a tennis racket. That would get through, <laughs> wouldn't it? It will get through. Well, it depends on the. Consi- let's not get into that. But no. so, yeah, yeah, that's further than anybody wants to consider. Right. Well, uh, thank you for listening. Um, you can get in touch all the ways. What I said earlier. Um, if you are a listener who is not on the Twinkle Points graph and you'd like to make yourself known, uh, just say, hello, I am whatever from wherever. I mean, you can fill in the blanks probably better than I can. Um, should I give them an example? No. Okay, I won't give an example. Uh, and uh, that's it. Goodbye, Adam. Goodbye, Graham. Goodbye, Daniel. Goodbye, Graham. Uh, take care of yourselves and each other. <laughs>